0: Hey guys, it's Kins, and welcome back to Small Joys. Today I wanted to start with a little bit of a life update as per usual, but today's one is particularly relevant to today's topic, so just bear with me a little bit. Over the last couple weeks since you last heard from me, I've been a little bit busy. I had my 21st birthday, like my actual birthday, which I spent with my friends and honestly it was like the best birthday I've had in years. It was just lovely. And then last weekend i had my big 21st celebration with my friends here in wellington so i already did one with my family and stuff back home a couple weeks ago but yeah i had on saturday i had my party with all my friends up here and oh my god it was a big night to say the least but it was honestly so much better than my anxiety had led me to believe it could be like in my head coming up to my party i was absolutely terrified to like first off make the, like the Facebook group and like invite people because I was just terrified that like no one will come and that didn't happen there was a lot of people in my flat there was more people than I think I've ever seen in my flat which was really strange um, and it was a big mess to clean up on Sunday but other than that it was a really really good time and so yeah like I had so many different friend groups there and it was just so good I I loved it but on top of that as well I've just recently I've been insanely social like so with it coming up to the end of the year for uni heaps of my friends are like leaving the city some are like moving away for good others are leaving just like for the summer and stuff so I've been catching up with as like as many people as I can whether that's like coffee dates or like going to different parties or even like just going and studying with people during exam season just catching up with heaps of people and trying to see everyone while we're here pretty much and like while we have time which is kind of nice so yes over the last month or so as well as exam season for some reason i have decided that because everyone's leaving soon even though they're leaving because we're going to be finished exams i decided it's just like the best time for me to become a bit of a social butterfly and just go to like parties and dinners and everything pretty much every friday saturday night for the last i don't know month and a half now i've been going out with different groups of people and seeing people and doing stuff which is kind of normal for some people i guess especially for like uni students but for me it's very 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 out of my comfort zone it's something I've never really done even when I was like freshly 18 like I didn't even go out to like get a drink at a bar with friends until maybe five months after I turned 18 so I've never really been a big party person I don't really like parties I don't really like drinking all that much Which is, it's just not my thing. But I've been kind of pushing myself to just go to parties and see people and join in and do things. Which has been, yeah, it's really not my thing. But anyway, recently I've been feeling like a little bit more stable inside of myself. Like I just, I feel like I need a little bit more of a challenge. I think I've been doing quite well for a while. And I don't want to lose any momentum I have into this whole bettering myself thing. So I've been really wanting to push myself and this extra socialization like normalization of things to me has been really important. So as weird as it sounds, I'm really proud of myself for partying so much. So (laughs) I've already gone on a weird tangent today. But getting into things, today I wanted to talk about an aspect of well-being I haven't really touched on like on this podcast yet, which is your social well-being and the importance of socialization for your overall well-being. So I'm going to break things down a bit, explain what I mean, share my own experience with this area of well-being and how I've been working on improving it. Starting off, I've kind of written like a little bit of a definition of what I think social wellness is. So... In my idea of overall well-being, I see the four different aspects. So you've got your social, mental, physical and environmental wellness. So they're all just as important as each other. But for me, what I define social wellness as, is social wellness is related to the human need for connection. To truly thrive, people need connection of some type. To be socially well, there should be a healthy balance between social time and alone time, and social time should be enhanced through healthy and balanced relationships with others. Having a network of support will enhance your social pillar, allowing you to find your feet when struggling, having a group of people to rely on. Socialization allows humans to grow, learn, and shape the person they become. That's my little written down definition of social wellness basically what I kind of touched on there was obviously being social so people need to be around other people it's part of human nature Um, isolation is never really good for anyone I know for me isolation normally leads to me getting really in my head and that's when things sort of start to go downhill for me I notice if I'm starting to pull back from socialization or seeing people that's normally a sign that I'm not doing too great I take my social wellness pretty seriously. I try and make myself do a lot of social things, even if it's just, for me, I live in a flat, obviously. So I have people in my house that aren't just like my family. So even just socializing with them, like going out and grabbing a coffee or something like that, I count as socializing as long as I'm not like locking myself up in my room or just like going for a long walk by myself and not talking to anyone. You know what I mean? I think it's really important for everyone in general To get out of the house from time to time even if you know for instance during lockdown last year when we couldn't actually leave the house and go see people even if it's just leaving the house just to see different faces like going on a walk around the block and like running into neighbors or something like that and not actually speaking to anyone but just seeing new faces can be really good for your well-being as weird as that sounds I found during lockdowns and stuff for me one of the best things was like just getting outside and seeing a different face from what i've been seeing the rest of the day pretty much also another really important part of your social well-being and building your social well-being is to find a support network so my support network in particular is i obviously have a lot of support from my family like i rely on my mum a lot for my support but i also have some really good friends i have my best friend who actually she now lives in Wellington but for a while for pretty much most of our friendship we didn't live in the same city so she was always just a phone call away and I had her and then for the last year I've had a couple of my flatmates um they actually moved out over the last couple weeks as I mentioned a couple episodes ago when Zoe was leaving But yeah, I had my flatmates around, which was really great. And then I have some other really good friends who I can always rely on. But finding those people in your life that you can rely on and get support from when you need it is really important. And sometimes you've got to stray away from the people who you think will be your support network because sometimes some of your best friends aren't gonna be the same people that can support you, which is a weird concept and I know sounds strange, but sometimes that's just how it is. You can be really good friends with someone but they know, know how to help you in sort of situations. Finding people that can support you is really helpful. And then kind of following on from that, a big aspect is to develop healthy relationships. So these are friendships or actual like relationships or anything like that, which are actually healthy and good for you and mutually beneficial. They're not one sided friendships where you or the other person is running around doing everything for the other person, giving advice, being the shoulder to cry on, and then not getting anything returned. You want a healthy relationship where you can be open, honest. If they do something to upset you, you can speak about it. You know, if they are constantly cancelling plans on you or not being there for you or anything. Of course, there are always other reasons. There's always the other side to the story. Like they could be canceling plans because of some of their own shit. But for the most part, you want to build those healthy relationships where if there's a problem, you can be honest and upfront about it. You can rely on them for everything. You have a lot of trust in the friendship and there's nothing really like nasty going on behind the scenes. Another, probably one of the later stages of socialization. to find balance in socialization which I think mine might have been a little bit off balance for the last few weeks I've probably been a lot more social than I have been alone which for me isn't great I'm a I'm kind of I'm an ambivert I say I'm extroverted and I love being around people but I also really really need alone time Today, for example, I went out for a coffee with a friend, then I went to the gym, and then I went to the beach for a few hours with a friend, and then I called my mum, and by the end of that, I was meant to go out and see some other friends, but I really just needed to be alone in my room and just do nothing and be by myself. And I think knowing your limits and finding that balance is important. You don't wanna be constantly yourself with other people to avoid your own problems but you do want you do you know you want social events and stuff to kind of be an escape from your own head sometimes like being around other people can be a great distraction but you don't want to abuse it but yeah i think that's a good idea of socialization in general i'm sure you all know what socialization is um humans are inherently social creatures but those are just some little some tidbits I have on it okay so one of the big reasons I actually wanted to talk about social well-being and the importance of socialization is for the benefit it has had on me in my recovery journey and I know a lot of you guys listening are recovering from some form of eating disorder or mental health issues or anything like that and I think social well-being is one of the aspects that is often like neglected and sort of treatment plans and stuff like that. Like I know it was always a big part of my recovery was becoming myself again and becoming myself again was re-socialising because I've always been a very social person. I love being around people. I just I love socializing. So for me, socialization and becoming social again was a really big part of my recovery journey. For starters, just connecting with people again made me feel like myself from when i first went into treatment i around that time pretty much saw no one so the week before i went to treatment i was still going to uni and going to work which i definitely was not well enough to be doing but i was so that's a thing but i was still seeing people but i was not socially there i wasn't holding conversations i wasn't paying any attention i Was too distracted I was too in my head to actually be socializing and like I'd go out for coffee with a friend or something actually I I I lie I wasn't going out for coffee with with friends but I don't know I'd be took before I left my flat and moved in to the place where my mum had come up to stay with me before I was doing that when I was in my flat still my flatmates would come and talk to me and I literally would not be present I wouldn't know what was happening and so I just completely lost that social side of me and the ability to have friendships and everything like that and I pretty much while I was sick I pretty much cut everyone out of my life I cut off nearly all of my relationships of course like I still talk to people like I would snapchat my friends and like text people and stuff but I wouldn't actually see anyone and the conversations I would have wouldn't really be present or there. Like I struggled to just really be myself and like I I kind of, it sounds really bad to say but I didn't care about my friendships anymore. All I cared about was my eating disorder and what it wanted me to do. That was the only thing I cared about. So when I was in treatment, This sounds strange, but obviously in treatment there are other people there. And that was kind of like my first foot into socializing in a way. In treatment, there are a different range of people. They're not the sort of people you would necessarily normally hang out with. Like people are all different ages, from all different places, all do different things, like you don't the only thing you really have in common is your illness. But other than that, like it was kind of just a breakthrough. It was obviously like because when I was in treatment I was eating enough and I was not exercising and I was getting better and so as you know my body started to recover and I started to get more brain space I started being able to socialize like when I first started treatment I remember I was super quiet I wasn't very chatty I found it quite hard to talk to people but you know a couple weeks in I sort of i started to chat to people and get along as you know as I was eating enough and all that sort of stuff and my brain could handle being able to do that. That was a good first start and then I remember I had one night after I was in treatment because I went home at nights because I was only day patient and I went in, picked up one of my friends one night after treatment and I saw a friend for the first time in months, month and we just talked and we hung out and it was one of the best things in a long time for me and so that first step it made me feel like i was almost myself again and i felt like i was connecting again and there was just more to me than my illness so it made me feel normal and it was really cool and i sort of continued that a little bit like i would start to push myself and i would start to try and see people when i could obviously i was in treatment for seven days a week so i didn't have much time to see other people but eventually I had worked up the courage to one night, after treatment, go back to my flat and see my flatmates because I since I moved in with my mum, I don't think I think it had been a good couple months, like since I'd actually been at my flat. I had one of my flatmates come visit me at the place I was with my mum, but other than that I hadn't really seen anyone in quite a while. And so it took a lot of courage and I was also on some lovely medication but I went back to my flat finally and I started to feel like I was myself again so I think the social aspect for me has been one of the most instrumental things and then so that was obviously very early on in my treatment and then over summer I just went absolutely socialization mad I over Christmas we were away from treatment And over that time I went home and I, while I was home, I saw all of my friends from my home city, which was awesome. I hung out with heaps of people. Then we obviously had Christmas and that was just like a lot of socialization with like family and stuff like that, which is still socialization. They don't just have to be friends. You can socialize with your family. And then I went away for a new year's festival. And at a festival, obviously you see about a million people And I was the most social little butterfly of all times. I had about five or six different groups of friends that were there. So I was bouncing between people. I was talking to everyone. I was just being a social little butterfly. And just before that, I think, I had started to get weekends off of treatment. And so I started, I went out to like a couple of parties and stuff like that. But yeah, over summer, I started to socialize again. And then coming into the year, I made it a real big goal to socialize. So I always just socialized. But then now, recently, what I found socialization to really help with is pushing myself. And so I've been pretty socially good for most of the year. Like I've been constantly with people, hanging out with friends, going for coffee dates, all that sort of jazz. But recently, I've been using socialization and social events to really push myself with my eating in particular so I've been making dinner plans with friends because when you're eating out with a friend you know going out for a meal alone normally when you don't have an eating disorder it's just kind of awkward like I don't know for me I've always just found it kind of awkward like going and sitting at a restaurant by yourself but you know when you're doing with a friend it's fun like it's an event it's really fun to look forward to and you can you know just sit at dinner and have a chat and you know, just have a good time, and you're not really thinking about the food, it's a bit of a distraction, and it's really cool, so like, I've been making dinner plans with friends, or going out for cocktails, or having a friend over, and going for a walk to the supermarket, and buying a heap of snacks, and coming back and watching movies, and just using those social elements to help make things easier on myself, so... I think socialization and friends can just make things a hell of a lot easier in recovery and obviously for me in particular it's been really important to build back up my connections to people that I had lost while I was sick because obviously that's just a really hard part of being sick and stuck in an eating disorder is that you do tend to cut everyone off and lose your friends but you know the real friends will stick around and come back to you when you're in recovery and those are the people you want in your life anyway i thought it would be really important as part of this episode to sort of explain how i started to socialize again so i kind of started to touch on this just before i got a bit sidetracked in my notes and i started talking about it too early but how i started to socialize again i think one of the first things that was like a big social thing for me that i haven't mentioned so far was the first time i went to a party when i started to recover i was still in treatment at the time this was actually the night before my 20th birthday it was one of my other friends birthday parties and that day she knew i was in treatment and stuff but she had just asked me if i wanted to come just on the chance that i could and just so happened that the next day, because it was my birthday, I had the day off a treatment. I was allowed to leave for the day to go spend time with family. So I was at treatment when I got the message and I was like, there is no way in hell I can go to a party. And then I think we had a group session or something that day. We had to set goals. And I set a goal to see some people over the weekend when it was my birthday. And so I got home that night and I was just gonna go to bed and so I got in the shower and stuff and then while I was in the bathroom I was like you know what no fuck it I'm actually gonna go out I'm gonna go see my friends I am gonna go see everyone which was bloody terrifying because nobody had seen me in a while like I don't think this group of friends had seen me since so this was at the end of October I don't think anyone had seen me since maybe July it had been a really long time especially for me who I would normally see these people like every sort of every week or every weekend a lot of these people I had the year before I'd lived in the Hallsworth like the dorms so I had seen I'd been used to seeing these people like every day the months I went without seeing them was very strange I w- ended up I got home I was in the shower decided to go to this party get out of the shower go choose an outfit downstairs and i'm like mum i'm going to a party and she was mind blown she was very confused because what was i doing but we got in the car mum drove me to the party i got there and i just did it i walked in the door and everyone just greeted me with open arms and i talked to people i spent time catching up with everyone and I just felt like I was on cloud nine. I felt the best I'd felt in so long. Just seeing people and especially people that you know and people that you love. It was just one of the best feelings ever. So that was the first time I went out. And then weirdly enough, the next night, it was my birthday. And if you didn't already know, my birthday was on Halloween. And I'd been invited to a Halloween party. And after that first night of going out, I was like, well I might as well keep in mind I did actually have to go to treatment the next day so it wasn't my best move to be out until two in the morning when I had to get up at five to go to treatment but nonetheless it was really good and after those two weekends I really felt like myself again and after that I realized how much socialization was going to be benefiting my mental health and all that sort of stuff So I started to set some goals for myself. It started off pretty small with my goals for myself in terms of socialization. I started off with just having a goal of like texting a friend three times, like texting three friends in a week, which sounds really weird, but I really, especially while this, keep in mind, this was while I was in treatment. We didn't have our phones or anything. So I'd only actually have my phone and stuff when I went home at night so it's kind of hard to just be talking to people during the day so I had a goal just to start a conversation with a friend three friends in a week so yeah that was my first goal then my next goal once I'd been doing that for a while and was starting to build up my stamina it was one social event a week so that could be going and seeing a friend one night or anything like that just anything social like just catching up with a friend having conversation with a flatmate like anything really and then my next goal was to go to one party a month which (laughs) it sounds really funny I literally have taken these goals straight out of my journal these are legitimately what my goals were um one party a month because parties still scare me um I'm getting better now obviously I've been a bloody party animal recently but it started off with going to one party a month. Keep in mind I mean obviously I have to be invited to a party to go, but I wanted to go to like one party a month, which I don't know, it was a fun goal. And I sort of did it. I when I had parties I was invited to, I made my best effort to go because a lot of the time I'd be invited to things and I just wouldn't show up or I'd psych myself out. Like I remember there were quite a few different like birthday parties and stuff that I'd been planning to go to and I had in my head I was going to go, I had my outfit ready, I'd literally get ready on the night of it and then just be like, no, can't do it. I just got too anxious and I couldn't go. And so with that goal, I just had to push myself one time a month and just go out and do something, which really pushed myself and has helped build my social stamina back up and then after that I had a goal of three social events a week so this was when I was out of treatment and social events when I say social events I can mean anything it can be like going on like a 15 minute coffee date with a friend or it could be going to a party or it could be going with some friends to the beach or going on a drive or going shopping or literally anything just having some form of socialization with someone outside of like your household. So, like, a lot of the time, I include my flatmates just because they're like my best friends. But yeah, three social events a week, and then I've made a goal recently to try and reach out to someone new like every week. So sounds kind of random, but with my Instagram account, well, with Cairns, if you didn't know, I've made a goal now just to like, even if it's just replying to somebody who like we both follow each other on Instagram or something like replying to their story and starting a conversation or seeing that somebody else lives in Wellington and be like hey like want to go out for a coffee or anything like that just trying to challenge myself in social ways to get out of my comfort zone because I think socialization as a whole is a really untalked about aspect of your mental health and it's something that can be really really beneficial to you it can doing things socially just kind of it makes you see different ways of living and it can help you really get out of like the rigidity and structure of your normal everyday life and i think that can be really cool so i really hope you have enjoyed my little ramble about being social today um obviously this was a little bit of a ramble but i really hope you can take something from it Overall, I just think socialization is an area of your well-being which is really overlooked a lot of the time. People tend to, you know, focus on your physical and your mental well-being, but your social well-being is just as important. You really want to be able to make that pillar of your wellness as strong as it can be without it, you know, the foundation of your house collapses. I'm sure I've talked about my four pillars. Of well-being model before. If I hadn't, I'm sure you'll see it at some point. But yeah, I think socialization is super important. If you're in recovery and you have been struggling with socialization and getting back into being social, take it from me, you can do it. It is obviously pretty hard. I've been there, but you can absolutely do it. And even if you're struggling with other mental health issues, I know for me when I'm really depressed I find socializing really hard so setting those little goals for whatever stage you're at can be really helpful to try and improve your own well-being and your social well-being in particular and yeah I think that is about all from me today I hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you want to keep up with me you can follow me over on instagram at Podcast or wellwithkins with two z's And I will see you guys in my next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye.